0: I care about putting out the content I'm interested in Mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that, you know, the niche that, that, that some of my, the people who like my content like that. But if people are just liking it more at the, you know, look at the cool different ways plants are used in video games, I'm totally thrilled with that too.
1: We all have the different things about video games that fascinate us. You might be interested in a certain genre, certain art style. For Alex Swain, it's the plants of video games, more specifically, I guess more broadly, the foliage. Uh, the things that are in just about every single video game, but we don't often think about it. Kind of the same way you don't stop to look at the crowds in a racing game because, well, it just might break the illusion. So Alex started a a Tumblr blog called Video Game Foliage in which he went into various video games, uh, took screenshots of the foliage within, uh, and both broke down why it works, why it doesn't work, the tricks that the environmental artists are using to make your brain think that is uh, natural-looking foliage, um, and uh, breaks down some of the technical aspects that are involved in, in making that happen. It's a fascinating piece of oddly specific video game Technical art uh, and one that I find myself uh, very excited to see every time he updates his blog with a new entry. Um, so uh, this is my interview with Alex, in which we talk about his blog and, and what drove him to start writing it and chronicling uh, foliage and video games in the first place. And there's an article up on the site uh, as well. Enjoy. What, is, what do you do? Are you are you in the games industry, or is this your is your Tumblr just happens to be about games because it's uh, of personal interest? I am in
0: the creative industry, so my my Okay. So my day job, I'm a pipeline and interactive programmer for a visual effects company based out of Dallas. Okay. And most of my time is spent on, I'm in the last semester of my master's of fine arts mm-hmm. uh, in uh, essentially games. The The program's called Arts and Technology. But my focus is pretty much entirely games, uh, more specifically uh, procedural and emergent narrative systems, which is a whole nother kettle of fish. <laughs> uh, the, the 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 blog is based on foliage because I thought it would be interesting to catalog foliage in games. Once I realized that no one else was doing it,
1: well, and what was interesting is that you know I started, was going through your blog a little bit um, before we uh, jumped on to to refresh myself and. And I noticed a post from not too long ago in which uh, you had a, a list of other, I think the characterization was, you know, like oddly specific or very specific Tumblr blogs uh, and other blogs that focus uh, on very specific uh, parts of games. I think one of them that you linked to was, was buildings. Yes. So what, what, what about plants attracted you? to like what what was it just that it's one of those things that you see in all sorts of games and no one was documenting or was there something specific about sort of foliage and the way games handle them that got you interested in in going down that road
0: so i i've kind of been you know looking a lot harder at technical art in the last let's call it year and a half two years than i ever did before and that that means you know looking a lot harder at how you produce something and put it into a game in the creative decisions involved therein. And I was uh, playing dishonor for the first time, I think back about a month before I started the blog. And I noticed like it, one of the, the very early levels that just like, these are some really good looking plants. <laughs> but you look, you know, you start to look closer. You can, you start to try and break down how they're made. And it's like, these are, like, total, you know, flim-flam jobs. They're just—they're con jobs. They look just enough like plants, but they have almost no relation to how real plants are structured.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think Dishonored has—it um, was one of the bushes, specifically, and it's just um, layers of these alpha-cut-out textures, Uh, And, you know, two or three layers moving back and forth over each other. And it made it look so convincing until you look at it. And when you look at it, it's like, well, that's still kind of, you know, really neat, really cool looking, but it looks nothing like a plant. And so that got me thinking, you know, just uh, I've been playing games a long, long time. And I never really stopped to think hard that, you know, all these plants are how how can we cheat the brain into thinking about plants as as closely as possible as easily as possible as cheaply as possible
1: it seems like you know foliage is you know kind of like crowds in a racing game you know there are elements that you need and are required to create the atmosphere and the immersion that that experience is going for but it's not you don't want it to come at the cost of, you know, you know, in a car game, that would be, you know, the racing that's happening, the car that's in front of you, or, you know, in Dishonored, you know, the, the, the characters and the AI and the world that's in front of you. It's stuff that's happening at the periphery, but is very much integral to c- completing the experience. And it seems like, you know, what you're discovering are different ways that games find a way to do that in the most minimal uh amount of impact on the game possible while having the maximum impact on the the player experience and immersion
0: absolutely and and it's you know like a lot of things that go into games it's not just you know a straight up what's the the cheapest way we can do it but there's so much involved in given the budget what's the best we can do there's this whole weird and interesting subset of problems and so I, I just did a cursory internet search and realized that no one was looking at this. And um, I, I'd been following a few of those, uh, let's use the term, oddly specific video game <laughs> Uh and, and I went like, well, I could start one of those about plants. You know, just, just take screenshots of plants, put them up, write a little bit about, you know, some of the technique or some of the usage, and just roll with it. And so I, you know, I think I got about twenty posts worth of content, which only spanned like seven games or something. Uh, I, I got some amount of it ready, and I threw it in the hopper on the Tumblr, and I just let it go, and figured I'd adapt from there. And the response has been great. I'm, I'm, I kind of went into it with no expectations at all, and people like it so.
1: What do you what do you think that people are responding to? Hmm. That's a tough one.
0: I, I can tell you that the nostalgia posts are what people
1: like the most. Mm-hmm. Um like the like the trees from an old SNES game or or something like that? I actually don't think I have any uh SNES
0: on here. I pretty much, with a couple of exceptions, have been doing almost entirely 3D games. Um which, you know, we, we can talk about in a bit if we want, but to address that, it, it just like, um, like Super Mario, I posted at a Super Mario 64 post mm-hmm. and it was popular. Psychonauts posts are popular. Like those ones seem to be popular because probably because they resonate and people look through and they go, oh man, I remember that. I love that. Um, whereas, you know, some of my more interesting technical posts, they don't get as many likes, but that's usually where if people are going to send me interesting comments back, it's those ones that get those. Hmm. And so it's, you know, it, it's just
1: more an interesting observation uh, that, you know, it breaks along that line. Well, it seems like it, it wouldn't surprise me much if, you know, I mean, a lot of. Uh what Tumblr is used for, you know, like any social network that has sort of like rating metrics, you know, I imagine the ones that are more nostalgia focused or that trigger a memory for people, it is, as, you know, just as much as, you know, I'm going to click like on this and maybe reblog it uh, so I can share with other people, whereas when you're doing the technical posts, like that's a little more uh, intricate, you know, and it's not so much about like, oh man, that was so cool when I saw that or when I when I played that game, like there's a little more... Uh, technicality involved there that, uh, it, you know, it doesn't totally shock me that that's the kind of response you're getting to the different variety of posts.
0: No, it, it doesn't shock me at all. Pe- people like seeing interesting pictures of plants from video games. Um, another very popular game is Proteus, which... Yeah, that I, makes sense. I doubt Proteus has been out enough uh, to be nostalgic, but it is gorgeous, and it is interestingly gorgeous uh and so you know that that's always seems to be uh popular but at the end of the day it's like i care about putting out the content i'm interested in Mm -hmm. and i'm hoping that you know the niche that, that, that some of my the people who like my content like that but if people are just liking it more at the you know look at the cool Different ways plants are used in video games, I'm totally thrilled with that too. Not everyone has to go to my crazy level of interest in the technical craft to still enjoy the results. <laughs>
1: what, if, what have you found as this is turned, you know, once you do the blog and you've got people following, you know, there's you probably, you know, just like you know, what I do for a living. Like, you start to feel a sort of a sense of obligation. Like, you need, you know, I should be updating this. Like, people like this. So I want to do more of this. And as you've done more of it, and you've, you know, sort of purposely sought out uh, more foliage and uh, broke down and understood the way games uh, conceive and implement it. Have you what have you noticed in in I guess your travels and your travel logging of these <laughs> specific elements of games? Is there is there something that stuck out? Uh, you know, having done this for a decent amount of games now,
0: um, I guess the biggest thing is that there's really kind of a narrow palette of techniques that most games use, and that doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, I basically went into it like so: if you're doing foliage in a three D game, it's either going to be polygonal, it's going to be cards with a texture on it, or both. And that pretty much, you know, fits fits the bill. Almost everything use use those two types of techniques. There's not a lot of variation at all from those, which is the one thing that did surprise me. Um and that's not a universal rule. I, I have some posts of um like Pixel Junk Eden. Which does something totally different. A lot of the 2D games that are interesting use totally different techniques. But that's the that's the biggest thing that when I went into this, I wasn't expecting to find out that I have found out
2: mm-hmm.
0: is just that you know the 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 variation technique is actually rather centered on a couple of different major ways of going about it, and then it you know the the, the questions that I guess. I don't know if that's quite the right way to phrase it, but the questions that the artists are, are answering when they make this foliage are how do we use those techniques to create the aesthetic effect we desire? And so it's, it, I, I was going into it expecting to, to be looking at one question, and it turns out it's a slightly different question.
1: Here's, here's a question for you. I am aware of the middleware speed tree. Which oh, yeah. is obviously, you know, when, when games are just trying to fill out, you know, the world, they, that's what Middleware is for. It's to expedite the process of uh, of game development so that you can, you know, focus on the things that are important to, to what, what that game is building towards. Can you identify a game that uses SpeedTree at this point? Okay. So when I started this, I thought for sure, 100% I'd be able to.
0: <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> Like, like the, the
1: more I look at it, the more I go, well, that's probably not, but it might be. So it's not like, I mean, like Unreal Engine 3, for example, like that, the games built in that, it's not universal, but especially early on in that engine, just, in that technology development, you could just tell games were using it. For whatever reason, however, the models were built, they were lit. You could just tell that was a, a UE3 well, game. I, I think UE3 has a problem that it's really sane mm-hmm. uh, At least, uh,
0: I I won't say that, I I will heavily qualify that there's a lot of range that UE3 has gotten, Mm -hmm. but if you stick kind of in UE3's wheelhouse, it gets that really, like, everything is bump mapped to an extreme degree. It It has the UE3 look. Yeah. And the games that don't really break out of that look do wind up looking like they have that generic foliage. And I don't know how much of that is Speedtree and how much of that is you're staying in the core UE3 wheelhouse and not, uh, I think Borderlands is built in UE3.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But it has a totally different aesthetic. They heavily modified the rendering. Um, so, so I don't know how much of that's one, how much of that's the other. And in, in
1: Speedtree outside of UE3, I'm not sure I can tell at all. That's fine I mean that's interesting, I guess that's to to speedtree's uh benefit that if you <laughs> you know like that it, it's nice that a middleware doesn't actually produce something that becomes sort of copy paste or cookie cutter in a way that uh you know you load up the game and if you're looking for it, like ah, that's a speed tree game yeah I, Now I, I will also say i don't think I've
0: done a ton of games that use speedtree hm so i you know some of that might just be. I have not looked at a deluge of consecutive speed tree posts and go, okay, now I get it.
1: I just love the name. It's such a great name for a piece of middleware, Speed oh, Tree. <laughs> that's it, too. It makes trees very quick. It's great. It's descriptive and it's slightly hilarious. And I, it's just, <laughs> it's great. I remember there was a. A, a number of GDCs ago, that was mm-hmm. one, an interview that uh, I didn't conduct it, um, but one of our another members of our staff did. Went and booked a appointment with SpeedTree just because we couldn't get over the name. Like we thought it was the joke was funny enough to go and do an interview with the CEO of SpeedTree, and it didn't matter if it was just a five minute interview where he does his spiel about what that middleware is, because it's all going to kind of go over our heads anyway. Just the idea that we could say. We went to GDC and interviewed the, the CEO of Speedtree. It's just – it still makes me laugh. Um, so do you think you have sort of like a, a newfound appreciation for this stuff too in the sense that, you know, when you're booting up a game that isn't necessarily in pursuit of finding content for the blog that you just find yourself drawn to it now that you've been deconstructing all these other games? I definitely pay a lot more attention to it. I mean, that should come as no shock.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I do. I, I mean, that, so you notice it, whereas before it was just in the background. You notice it, and, and you really kind of get a respect for games that's like, well, there's obviously just this huge amount of craftsmanship, this, this, this huge technical and artistic ability behind here that is almost normally intentionally put is we, we need something to bring this whole uh, environment together and it needs to not stand out. Is, and able, oh, go ahead. It, it's so many of them are just able to nail it. It's, it's impressive. So yeah, I, I guess I do have a lot more respect now uh, just because I've noticed the work where, you know, before it just blends in. Yeah.
1: Now is uh is part of the reason you got you know sort of interested in in delving down into foliage like is that at all reflective of like are you kind of an outdoorsy guy and like you have like a like are you kind of like a nature person by trade or is it purely just out of uh you know what you were talking about before in terms of how you kind of went down this path?
0: I'm not a nature person
1: by trade,
0: I guess. I'm not sure quite what that means.
1: Oh, uh, like, I, like, you know, like, are you a big, like, hiker? You're outdoors a lot. You see a lot of nature, that sort of thing. I was back before I started doing more game development. <laughs> that sounds about right.
0: Yeah, it's really unfortunate. But that's just kind of how it shook out.
1: What has been probably the, what's been the most surprising game or when you started to examine the foliage of a specific game, what's the one that stood out and that you kind of, you know, were kind of taken aback from? What do you mean by taken aback from? Well, I guess, you know, like you mentioned with Dishonored, you know, you sort of saw, you know, you you initially were like, oh, man, that looks so great. And then you get in there and you kind of break it down and you're like, oh, man, this looks terrible. But it works for what the game wants. I didn't think it looks terrible.
0: I want, I, I want to make sure that comes across clear. Mm-hmm. I never thought the Dishonored stuff looked terrible. I always thought it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. At some point, it just you looked at it and it goes, this has no relation to actual plants.
2: Right.
1: It, it's trying to mimic, but it's not trying to replicate. Sort of like the uncanny valley of plants. <laughs> like it's getting, it's getting close enough, but not too close
2: except
0: you know uncanny valley has a negative reaction it i, I never had that negative reaction hmm. this was entirely my, my reaction to the song was entirely it's like the the way this is structured is nothing like how a real plant is structured but it still gets across the effect so well so it was more i guess awe that you know they're able to to make my brain go to a place where I thought that was a really good plan, mm. and it has nothing in... It, it has very little in relation to a real plan. Um, as far as some other game that made me feel that way, hmm. I, I will say, I am a huge fan of the stuff in uh, Hot Shots Golf International. Really? It's... Kind of crazy. I think I like it mostly because in a lot of ways, it shows its rough spots. So it's interesting to look at. I I think one of my favorite posts is um, they have this level which is set in like, uh, you know, middle America, rural USA. Mm -hmm. And there's like uh, cornfields around this golf course. With, you know, combine harvesters going through them, and and it's weird. But the way the cornfield works, it's like, from so many angles, it looks decent. It looks like a good cornfield. And then you get up above it, and you can totally see, you know, behind the facade. Hmm. And I find that, you know, almost captivating. I mean, I guess to do what I, to to run this blog, I would have to. Right. Um, (laughs) But but there's a lot of stuff like that. The, um, the 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 flowers they do. I mean, so it's a golf course. So I, I think the post I put today I talked about it. Um, golf courses are basically theme park versions of actual nature, and and they kind of almost nail that. It, it's everything I expect out of a golf course, out of the foliage of a golf course, and technically the you know. The composition of it is similar to to the dishonor stuff. It's like it looks good, and then you get close, and it's like – but it's not built like a real plant would be built, Mm -hmm. and and I just find that impressive.
1: Cool. Well, hey, I appreciate you uh, taking some time uh, out of your schedule to uh, to talk to me about the blog. I think it's fascinating, and I already went and followed a bunch of the other ones that you mentioned (laughs) uh, with the – I, the very specific uh stuff yeah. I, lo- I love that stuff it's it's obscure and it's weird and i love i love it's one of my favorite parts of the internet is that it, you know it allows people to, yeah. to to highlight stuff like this and i uh, and I, I totally want more people to make more of these um i think
0: someone uh, i heard say something like oh man it'd be really cool if there was like an underwater level version of this, where it just covered underwater levels from uh, games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. That would would be really cool.
2: There's, you know, a, a whole bunch of these, and I would love for more people to make them.